Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. By Jesus, it will be grand because we're back for another episode. It's me, Owen, and Dan is here also. Sure, that was a noise that he just made. We're back. Sure, it'll be grand. An Irish podcast with Irish people talking about Irish things, except not always. But we put a. I don't know what I'm saying anymore, guys. I'll full disclosure. I'm a bit hungover. Okay, I am a bit hungover for this episode. But sure, look, we'll see how it fucking goes. Okay. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. So we've been worse. We've been in worse. Um, Wait, I, you guys, maybe you don't know. Maybe I'm always hungover when I make the episodes. How do you guys yeah. know? Maybe Owen has a crippling alcohol problem. Yeah, Who well, knows? maybe I do, but I'm not going to talk about it here, okay? It's not, <laughs> that's not what this episode is, guys. This is not my intervention. That's next week's uh, episode. That will come. Um, that's our season two finale, I think, surely. Yeah. <laughs> the that. intervention um, episode. Yep. we got to save that for the big hitters. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I'm hungover. How are you, Dan? I'm fine. Um, I was, I'm a bit tired, but uh, for very less cool reasons than you, uh, I was, I'm in the middle of tidying my room because I got a new bookshelf in. Um, so that's a positive. I know, very exciting here. Uh, I mean, you know, I don't want to. Sorry, my I had to delay my response because I was burping. <laughs> Okay, Grant. Just it a, wasn't an indignant no, wake one. No, oh, sorry, no. It was just it's just unfortunate timing. Books are cool. <laughs> bookshelves are cool. I like bookshelves. Yeah. And you can put yeah. non-book items on them. It's a really cool one. Like it's cheap as fuck and it's not actually made like from solid materials like a it's like a very kind of thick plastic that's pulled across bars. But like you can put stuff on it, that's no problem. But the cool part is it's modular, so I can keep on buying more of it and just attaching it to the previous one. Mm. So I got I bought yeah. like two packs of it and yeah it's bookshelves are yeah. they're a pretty 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 groovy invention I think yeah it yeah. might take I off like the, might take off I um, think people buy uh, I mean no one reads these days what are you on about that's yeah. true is there a Kindle shaped area that you can people just place still in? read like hell to yeah I know everybody reads <laughs> it's I such a read. I hate the the fact that people say oh people don't read anymore it's like I think people read more than they ever have to be honest. Um, I mean, not maybe in novel form all the time, but so fucking what? Well, we're not reading this week, but we are doing a movie based on a novel. Are you saying that's going to be a book club coming up? No. No, that's not what I'm saying. We're <laughs> no, not, we're not doing that. We're no, not no, doing no. book reviews. It takes entirely too much time to read a book. <laughs> I can't do it every week, okay? I read yeah, pretty quickly, no, but you. entirely too much time. But the movie we're doing this week is based on a novel, and it is called The Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> That's, don't know why that that's, came out. that's the appropriate response, I think. That's the callback yeah, when somebody yeah. says the devil wears Prada. You say, Ooh. exactly. I hope you continue yeah, that yeah. throughout the episode. The Devil Wears Prada, released Ooh. in 2000. No, it's irritating. I'm just going to stop saying the name of the movie. If you keep doing <laughs> it was released in 2006, uh, directed by David Frankel. Do we know him? Do we know what he's done other than this? Yes, I do. I do. This one surprised me. He directed mm. uh, Band of Brothers. Two two episodes of Band of Brothers. Yeah. yeah. And That's also, weird, isn't it? Also like 
eight or eight episodes of Sex in the City. You know what? Fair play to him. He has diversity. Yeah. Then, uh, he did, then he did The Devil Wears Prada. It was his first, like, big, big movie production. And after The Devil Wears Prada, he did Marley and Me. Yeah. I would say this. One thing really stuck out to me. I went on his IMDb page. Um, his uh, picture as a director is just him with a dog. And I respect that. It's, it's a, that's an old um, Tinder dating profile trick, actually. Oh, he put invented a, it. Put a puppy yes. in. Put a puppy in one of your photos. Get so the so they tell me. I don't know. Hasn't oh, worked. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hasn't worked for me. Hey, yeah. Anyway, so David Frankel, yeah, not so he Band of Brothers two episodes of that, and then he just changed course altogether and started making, I suppose, what people would call chick flicks. I suppose you would call them, The Devil Wears Prada, Sex in the City, Marley and Me. It's a good yeah, movie. Definitely like, like a like a bathrobe, towel in your head, wine in your hand, face mask, sort of. Director, movie to watch. yes, yeah, that's David yeah. Frankel. That's how he. That's the. What's what he wears when he directs movies as well. I think. Yeah, I, I mean, mask. could you just imagine him just being the most pissed off, angry director though? At the same time, what he's dressed uh, yeah, like, I, that, oh, like a say, nice pink, fluffy one. I'd say he's the total opposite of of what he makes. Well, you never know. I don't know. It's interesting. <laughs> he right. actually thought like Bandabros was the most relaxed time he had in his life. Yeah, <laughs> he's. Just, Sat back with, oh, this is so oh, nice. Oh, this is so easy, so much easier to do than sex in the city. <laughs> There's no violence, <laughs> no anger. <laughs> yeah, so th- th- this movie has a cast. Yes, it does, ladies and gentlemen, as most movies do. <gasps> this movie, uh, yeah, so it stars Emily Blunt, who I think, I feel like comes up a lot on the podcast for some reason. Yeah, I love <laughs> our Emily. She's grand. She's Yeah, she's knocking about. We, you might know her from um, Jungle Cruise. The big movie, Jungle Cruise. I would not. Uh, Probably other. Cool. Probably, I'm sure she's in other things. Yeah. Anyway, Anne Hathaway is also here. First time she's been on the show. I think. I don't think we've covered any movie starring Anne Hathaway, Hathaway. or Anne Hathaway adjacent before. Yeah. No. See, when we say Anne Hathaway, I just think like Lord of the Rings. I know. She's, like she's not in that. I know, but you know what I mean. You, you know who Liv, I mean. Live Tyler. And yeah, of, course I <laughs> of course, I fucking do. Of course, I fucking do. I don't see it. Oh, you uh, don't see the big pouty lips, black hair, and sleepy fucking face half the day. No, no, I don't. I don't you know. don't. I have no idea what you're talking about. To be honest, it's, that's <laughs> an entirely new concept that you're talking about. So, here, by the way, I love I love both these actresses. They do really well with what they do. I'm not like, slagging them for that. It's just like Stan- very similar looking. Stanley people. Tucci is also in this movie. We do like him. Yes. We decided while whilst, yes. whilst watching... Well, we probably decided ah, a while yeah. ago. Like Stanley Tucci. Interesting tidbit straight off the top that I learned whilst looking up stuff for this movie. Stanley Tucci is married to Emily Blunt's sister. Okay, I shouldn't judge. No, I should. I won't judge. Fair play to him. Yeah, I, I don't know if, if they met via this movie. Or something, but Fel- yeah. Felicity Blunt, Emily's sister, yeah. married to Stanley Tucci for a few years, yeah. so they they know for each other. He's a lot older in my head, but again, that's not a bad thing either. I mean, it might be Emily Blunt's older sister. We don't know. I don't know anything yeah, about this woman. To how much older yeah. can your sibling be? You know that kind of thing. Uh, you know, you never know. Yeah, so there's that one. Another t- trivia thing that was listed on IMDb for some reason is that Emily Blunt and Anne Hathaway are best friends. Also, you know what? When we finally get now. IMDb uh, page for the podcast and all that stuff. We'll put down for our fact. That's our fun fact. Trivia about yeah. <laughs> Sure It'll Be Grand, the movie. 
<laughs> All in hey, hey, we might do story things in here. Who knows? Contrary, we have creative ideas. Contrary to the, <laughs> to the, the relationship on air, they're actually friends. <laughs> yeah, and the last, okay, uh, there's another actress Before in here. Before the um, in 2024. Oh, shit. Oh, I know. It's, yeah. I'm not looking forward to that one. No, it's going to be rough. There's another actress in here. Um, I hope I'm pronouncing this right. M- Meryl, St- Meryl Streep? Is, is she Indian? Is that? Me- Mer- Mer- Meryl? Meryl Streep. Is that, uh, her, is that her name? I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think she's an up-and-comer. Um, I think she's pretty good. I think she could make it. I think there's a, probably yeah. a bright future ahead of this Meryl yeah. Streep actress. She's a good actress. Yeah. And also, more importantly, TV's Aquaman. Oh, Entourage Man. Yeah. Adrian, Adrian Grenier or Grenier. I hope he's okay. It. I'm sure he's fine. I think David Frankel. I don't know what actually, he's doing these days. Yeah, probably not much. I think David Frankel did some work on Entourage as well. That's probably how he got cast. But yeah, he's here. Right. Entourage guy. He's also here. We'll talk about him later as a. Well, as a, hey, as look. It looks like he's still, like, you know, doing well because he's in a TV miniseries called Clickbait. Which sounds like real high end oh, top stuff, right? Ooh, yeah, that's the that's the <laughs> peak. That's a HBO uh, hey, silver screen wonder, look, I'd imagine. He was also in a movie, uh, still to come out. Uh, it's a TV movie, so you know it's going to be good because everyone has to see it. Uh, called Cipher, you know. Oh, he's he's really that sounds yeah, quality, is, doesn't it? Straight away, is, yeah, he's really getting into this cyber stuff, isn't he? Yeah. Guy. Adrian Grenier, he's here. And of course, as I mentioned earlier, this is based on the novel of the same name by Lauren Weisberger, which came out in like 2003 and was like top of the fucking New the York White Times. City. Mm. Sorry, Weisberger. Like oh, right. Okay. Weiss, Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. We're going back to the Lord of the Rings again or something. You're stuck. <laughs> That's why I said it in that voice. White City. You're stuck. We can't get away from it. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the book was like a big thing. It was a big, big deal when the book came out. It was 2003 it released. It was like top of the New York Times bestseller list for like 15 weeks or something ridiculous. It's a big book. Um, so naturally, Hollywood made a movie. And that's about everything I have at the top. So let's... Yeah. Okay, I just want to go back. Just sorry. Uh, like we can make it entire... Adrian Green... I'm just looking for his recent stuff. It gets a lot better than the last two things I said. He okay. also did a movie called Christmas at Graceland. Home for the holidays. Like the El- Elvis's place? I assume so, yes. Uh, dope State. Right. Um, okay. Sounds like a hard uh, sex, sex, death and bowling. Okay. And trash fire. Sounds like an appropriate title for his career. Really does, doesn't it? <laughs> so I had to go back because I was like saying, "Why is he doing that?" Oh my god, these are terrible sounding things. Sure, well, well he still makes more than we'll ever do. So yeah, on, he's, he's a handsome guy, and we like him. While Dan continues reading the entire life and history of Adrian Grenier, let's move into what the hell is going on here. Right, so The Devil Wears Prada, in a nutshell, real quick, is about a young woman named Andy, and she wants to be a journalist, but she can't be a journalist because journalism is hard. So she takes a job as assistant to, second assistant, rather, to Miranda Priestley, the head editor of made-up fashion magazine Runway. Um, And that's kind of it. That's the plot. You know, the funny thing is, like, I only realized it was the made-up one called Runway, near to the end of the movie because beforehand I just automatically went oh yeah there's a Vogue 
Yes. Like my brain knitting. Like just spend, yes, yeah. it's folk. You just Why is this it's, question? It's, well, it's, I think you're supposed to because they are. Miranda Priestley is, I mean, it's never been outright fully stated, but she is basically supposed to be Anna Wintour. Yeah. Chief editor of Vogue and Scary Lady supreme who i learned today is her nickname right i learned i like this this is a good nickname i love a good nickname anna wintour's nickname they call her nuclear wintour that's pretty great that's good I isn't actually, it i like that you'd pay for that kind of nickname wouldn't you that's, yeah i think that's pretty cool that's a good nickname i would make if i were her which i'm not but if i were i'm not anna wintour okay but uh, if i were I would make. Man, I, I'm sorry, but you're really making it feel like you might be. Well, I'm not. <laughs> I am not the chief editor of Vogue magazine from since 1988. Okay, I'm not her. But if uh, I was, so much. <laughs> you're really giving it the other freedom. But if I were, I would make people call me nuclear. Just nuclear winter. All right, nuclear. Thanks, but I'm not Anna Winter. <laughs> Anyway, yes, yeah, so Miranda Priestley, Mer- Meryl Streep's character in this is supposed to be heavily based on Anna Wintour because the uh, Lauren Weisberger, who wrote the novel, so she, again, has said that it's all fictional, that she made it up, but right before she wrote the book, she worked as second assistant for <coughs> Anna Wintour at Vogue, okay? <laughs> so people are like, okay, fine, yeah, sure, it's made up, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, she's and never, you know, I left yeah. the job uh, once uh, I was in Paris. It was Fashion Week, uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's made up. This isn't this isn't, yeah. isn't a Romana Clef. I've just made and, it all up, right? And my boyfriend could be a, a villain or just a chef. I don't know, you know, probably just a chef. Anyway, yeah. the so yeah, Fox made this right. So this is a Fox picture, and they Feels really, 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 really wanted to make this. To the extent yeah, it's a mid two thousands Fox movie, it feels the this hell is but like, like they Fox bought the rights to the book before the book was written. Oh yeah, that's how much the the like chief executive or whoever the fuck at Fox, one of them, like got an advanced like half written, half finished copy of the novel, whereby there was like, there were there were, yeah there was like six chapters and then just an outline for the rest of the book, and she went, I want this. I'm, this is it. This is happening. I'm making this, and bought the rights before the book even came out. And then, and, fair, and they started. Oh, it was huge. They started writing yeah. the screenplay before the book was finished. <laughs> they were just like, "I want the rights to this," and then we're going to make our own thing. And it, their screenplay yeah. went through like five or six different writers. Because and David Frankel was like, "I don't want to do this," and then somebody convinced him was like, "No, maybe you should do this." And he was like, "But I don't like it." And he's like, oh, "Okay, fine, I'll do it, but I want to change it. It's not supposed to be. I don't want it to be like a super chick flicky rom com type thing. I want it to be more like a satire." And apparently, some of the script was half based on Zoolander. And there were some other things thrown in. Like, initially, they were like, well, yeah, when they were writing it, Zoolander was their, a lot of their inspiration was supposed to be like a satirical I like to imagine it's not in the same universe. I, yeah, I mean, they are, right? Derek Derek Zoolander exists in the same world as Miranda Priestly. That's the thing. I hope so. It has to be. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, could you imagine, like, watching, like, I I know the second Zoolander movie was an atrocity to man, but could you imagine if she just took a role again and just walked in and says Derek I'm, re- I'm really surprised they have they didn't at least try to make that happen at some point yeah or if they ever make a movie out of wait for this the two sequel novels to The Devil Wears Prada two of them Dan oh 
Yeah. There's the sequels? There's two sequels to The Devil Wears Prada, the, the book. One came out in 2013. Do you want to know what it was called? Uh, the, uh, the, the... God Wears, wears Vogue. Makeup. No. Oh! It wasn't, no, it wasn't. It, that was, I, made, okay. I made that up. But it could it's have been. It's actually pretty but, good name. Yeah, but mm. I made it up. Uh, I'm not an inventor. <laughs> I made it up. The, so, the sequel was oh, called... Wait, I'm going to put my trailer voice on. <clears throat> Revenge Wears Prada. The Devil Returns. Oh, it actually sounds like a terrible movie it's, sequel. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like a straight-to-VHS sequel yeah. to The Devil Wears Prada, doesn't it's it? It's like Aladdin has to fight mm. them any moment yeah, now. Yeah, it's terrible. Terrible name. <laughs> now, that's number two, okay? So then a third novel was published in 2018... What do you think, based off of what I've just said, that was called? Uh, the, 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 the Son of the Devil? Son of the Mask is actually the third sequel. <laughs> no, I mean... It's, it was called, and this is... I can't get over this. The third novel is called When Life Gives You Lululemons. See, why didn't I get that? You know, why didn't How, I, I guess that? I mean, there's you know? clearly a structure being followed here where all of the names have Prada and the devil in them. And then the third one, they were like, yeah. I don't know, whatever. Let's throw Lululemons in there. What the fuck is a Lululemon? What's Lululemon? I, I, is it a, a character? Person? A character from 30 Rock? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it'd be great because that's actually funny. Is, um, that what, is that what they're talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm sure it's a fashion thing or some sort of fucking thing that Lulu. Let us know in the comments, because I can't be arse Googling it. I'm hungover. What is Lululemon? <laughs> Just tell us. That's all we want to know. If I get that much knowledge out of this, the whole thing will be worth it. What is Lululemon? Thank you very much. Answers on a postcard. Yeah, so those are the three. So maybe if they make one of those, if they make Revenge Wears Prada, a sequel to The Devil Wears Prada, maybe Ben Stiller pops in. Say, say hello as would be pretty neat old maybe Owen Wilson pops in to say hello he's he's in things now these days Ben Stiller not so much but Owen Wilson is in things maybe we love Owen Wilson here he's a good guy yeah I like Owen Wilson maybe they get Will Ferrell to do Mugatu as a little cameo at some fashion show or something that'd be fun just as a little thing yeah right we agree we're on the same page we are yeah yeah so there you go I think that'd be cool um, right, so yeah, 2006, this came out in 2006, and as you were saying, it's very 2006, isn't it? Yeah, it, it, like, and not in a bad way, it just made me feel like I time travelled back to a time where things were simpler for me. It literally mm. felt like, it almost felt like going to your grandparents' house where you haven't been for a while and sitting down, that's what it felt like, because like, you remember being a kid there. You know, it's, sure. I don't know maybe, this is probably more of a personal experience, I sure, think. Sure, yeah. I mean, that's not what I was talking about. I meant just in terms of like... Yeah, well, that's the, I mean, that's the feel it evoked yeah, okay. me because I, yeah, sure. well, I remember what life was like in 2006. That's nice. Um, you know, it, before, I like it, before it was imminent uh, climate disaster and it was just climate disaster. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, it, but it looks very 2006. It does, like, like especially the beginning, the taxis driving around New York. Uh, the, the music, yeah, the way the, it's edited and cut together, the way yeah. it's shot. Now, and it, or, it's a movie about... Like, boyfriend goodbye quickly as you rush out the door, yeah. that kind of stuff. And it's, ma it's a movie about fashion, and all of the fashion in it is extremely 2006, 2007 yes. era. Like, people are walking around Which means around with, like, roughly what uh, fancy girls in Dublin would wear now, yes. I mean, it's all stuff that we look back on now. Like, if you see a picture of yourself from, like, 2010 out for a night out or something, I go, what the fuck do I have on? 
why am I wearing flared jeans? And why is the collar of my shirt popped? What am I doing? Yeah. It's that kind Everyone's of stuff. shirts were like 80% collar. Yeah, and that happens yeah. in this movie. Stanley Tucci wears a jumper that's like 96% collar and also is like weirdly dyed and stuff. But it's very, well, like, I'll put it, okay, so what are other movies that released in 2006? You, oh, remember, you remember any uh, off the top of your head? I'm, movies? I'm, I'm sure there was an X-Men. Spider-Man. <laughs> There's always an X-Men, isn't there? <laughs> but this is... Well, this started, is pretty, really, in a way, you know? This is actually after... This is uh, The Last Stand was 2005, so it's the year after, and it's before Look, the MCU man, started, so... My entire your, dating system for what comes out is like, oh, Doctor Who came out the year before. Like, it came back to TV. That's 2005? Yeah. Well, 2006 movies. Uh, the first Daniel Craig, James Bond... Casino Royale came out that year. No, oh, wow, that movie's older than I thought it was. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. He's been doing it for fifteen years. He's been Bond. Now. He is the quintessential James Bond. Yeah, to be fair, I then. think he he's Bond. That's it. He's <laughs> just Bond, and now he, he's finishing up with the next one. Imagine anyway. he is he is like not even to a much younger generation than us. Like really, just maybe even people our age. He is the Bond they always knew as Bond. Yeah, pretty much. Other two thousand and six yeah. movies three hundred. Yeah. Came out in 2006. very 2000s mm, movie. Very, very late 2000s, mid-2000s. Um, what else came out? Inside Man. Pretty okay movie. Don't know what that is. Cool. It's a Denzel Washington movie with Clive Owen. It's a, it's a good, it's good film. It's an action movie. It's a good film, though. Uh, Idiocracy Ooh. came out in 2006. Uh, I hate... No, you know what? The movie's fine. I just hate when people start coming out like, Idiocracy was a prophecy. Idiocracy was Fuck off. You're actually more stupid than people in that movie. Genuinely. Yeah, like as I'm looking at this, right, I'm going to go, I'm going through like the stupid ones first. So The Da Vinci Code came out in 2006. Yeah. Pretty stupid movie. Not, you know. Used to love the book as a kid. Uh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. I read. I read all of his. All of the. Dan, yeah. Yeah. Same. Dan, same. Dan yeah, I loved him. I was mad about them. You know. Yeah, I thought so, it. Was uh, like, I'm. I'm enjoying, but I'm also learned the truth. That's. I thought they made me smart <laughs> to read them. I was like, yeah. Well, you guys don't know the real story of the Last Supper. And I, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you see that? Like a, a V shape in the middle of the Last Supper portrait. Yeah. You know what that means? V for vagina. <laughs> I think that's what it meant, right? Uh, yeah, that's pretty much all it was. Other movies. Here's here's two that would be good for a splitting hairs episode, possibly. The Illusionist and The Prestige. Both I actually have that on the list. I think it might actually be one of the ones we're gonna do. I, I think it's on our. I think it was on our long list for splitting hairs. Um, okay. So we might probably do it eventually. But yeah, that's called the so 2006. Just another quick. Some good movies, though. To be fair, Mel Gibson's Apocalypto came out in 2006. I quite like that. Great movie. I think it's a great Fucking movie. Great movie uh, whatever yeah. you think about Mel Gibson, he isn't. He has lost. I mean, his, he's come back. Yes, he, he well, did have like, a, a massive good breakdown and went crazy. But great movie. Yeah. The Last King of Scotland, two thousand six. Also a really good movie. Yeah, um, very good movie. Blood Diamond was two thousand and six. Also, yeah, a really I mean, good movie. Great movie that actually changed people's understanding of yeah. Blood Diamonds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really, really, really good movie. Probably, in my opinion, what Leo should have won his Oscar for. I think he should have got it for Blood Diamond because he's great. In it. Yeah, there's a uh, lot of things he should have won the Oscar for before yeah. he actually won that. True. Uh, the Pursuit of Happiness came out in two thousand and six. All right, I'm not the biggest fan of it. To be yeah, honest. it's okay. It's all right. uh, it aged a bit. The Departed came out in 2006. Yeah, personal favorite of mine. I love it because Leonardo DiCaprio's main character guy is called 
Well, he has the same name as me. I'm not going to tell you what it is. You all know what it is already. He's called Billy Costigan, and it's the only time I've ever heard my last name anywhere ever in the history of ever. So I liked it. It's also a really good oh. movie. Anyway, also 2006, Children of Men. Which oh, is a, love Children yeah, of Men. It's a movie, a, a, a movie that like many, 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 many people like would consider one of the their favorites ever. Like people adore yeah. Children of Men. I think it's a good movie. I don't know if I put it up there as one of the best. Yeah, ever, it's, it's, it's really, really depressing, movie. but it's it's a really good movie. Yeah, um, yeah. So those are like oh, and um, Little Miss Sunshine was also two thousand six and once. Never watched it. Did you know that? I never watched Little Miss Sunshine. That's I have been neither. on the list for no, a while. I have neither. I have seen once. And here's the the pick of the the pick of the pick. Okay, the biggest of the twenty. The pick of the pick. Is it? The pick of the pick. Well, there's a couple more. <laughs> like I said, two thousand six a big fucking year for movies, man. I really hope the Devil Wears Prada came out in two thousand six, and I haven't just been telling you the wrong year. It is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Imagine it was two thousand five, <laughs> and I just oh, okay. Then we're gonna have to redo this entire section. My apologies. Two thousand eighteen. What? Whoops. <laughs> that ha- yeah. Whoops. A couple of more. So, um, Babel, okay. which I think was Oscar nominated and many consider terrible. Click. Adam Sandler's Click. Came out in 2006. Um, a lot of people consider it one of the better Adam Sandler movies. A lot of should have been Oscar nominated. A lot of people would think um, <laughs> a, a scanner, a scanner darkly, which I think yeah. you know. I think you've. I don't know. Anyway, that came out. Yeah. Um, anyway, but what about the movie? Well, actually, na- wait, there's two more. Nacho Libre, <laughs> and then uh, one of your personal favorites, Night at the Museum, the first one, the Ben Stiller one, 2006. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't have as much of an aversion to Ben Stiller as most people seem to. Uh, mm, I hate Will Ferrell yeah, a lot. Yeah, I think he's okay. Fuck Will Ferrell. Yeah. So as you, <laughs> yes, okay. So anyway, there's 2006 movies. You might you might guess uh, in number one. Uh, maybe I don't have a whole lot to say about the Devil Wears Prada, so I thought I'd take us on a detour through 2006. But let's get back to the Devil Wears Prada. So it is. So yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like production for this movie obviously started like way back when and when they went into production and they were trying to get like they wanted to have a lot of cameos and like guest appearances from people in the fashion, the fashion industry, industry and, yeah, yeah. and they couldn't get them they could not get anybody nobody in the fashion industry would agree to be in the movie except like one or two uh they couldn't get like designers were very very reluctant to give them any like outfits and things like that even though they spent like a million dollars on like Prada and luxury outfits for the cast for like costumes and stuff but a lot of the companies were like no not really everybody in the fashion industry didn't want anything to do with the movie because they were afraid if they were seen to be involved in it it would anger Anna Wintour who Miranda Priestley's character is based on. Again very accurate then isn't it? Yeah but except the crux of it then is afterwards Anna Wintour apparently watched the movie and said yeah it was pretty good she, oh. quite, she apparently quite liked it. Her biggest, her biggest issue with it was that they got Miranda Priestley's office in the movie is so almost identical to Anna Wintour's real office that Anna Wintour watched the movie and then immediately redecorated her entire office. <laughs> she was like, "That's way they've gotten." Apparently, like the writer like knew some guy who worked in Vogue, and she snuck in one day and like looked at Anna Wintour's actual office and designed. Miranda Priestley's is like exactly the same. Okay, so why even <laughs> deny it at this stage? Like <laughs> that is based on her. No, like... it's, I think the film is pretty openly like, yeah, she's it's supposed to be Anna Wintour. Like that's who it is. Although Meryl Streep weirdly has said that she based Miranda Priestley's like cam persona thing on Clint Eastwood, 
but I'm, I mean, I'm sure. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I think when I watch that. Because I was uh, literally just going, "Wow, she's just like Clint Eastwood. This is crazy." Yeah, constantly just like, "Oh yeah, Jesus, uh, did, did he direct on this? This is exactly like Clint Eastwood." Yeah, you know, exactly like a Clint Eastwood movie. Yeah. That's what this is. Yeah, especially when she took out like the giant revolver and just aimed it. Yeah, when she at, like shot you know, all, when she shot all those people whilst like chewing and talking outside of her mouth a little with her that was crazy Pearl <laughs> that was very yeah every it was weird wasn't it she she called Anne Hathaway pilgrim all the time so it was very strange Look, so we both agree they should have had uh, Clint Eastwood scene in there and they should have had her at the very end of the movie like the roads should have opened up to hell and she drove right down into it yes yeah I think 100% the allegory because who is the devil that's wearing Prada in this movie Dan like uh, you know, I I mean, you you guess it would be Meryl Streep's character. Like that that is the main goal. But I think it just, I mean, okay. So here's the thing, right? I don't think Andy did anything majorly wrong. She got into a new job, which was very stressful, very hard. Like okay, she shouldn't have flirted with that guy. Whatever, right? But outside of that, people start saying, "Oh my God, you're changing." And because our father's like, no, we just want you in a nicer job. That's more your thing. We don't hear from you anymore. Like, she's in New York, in one of the biggest places to work. Like, it's hard. And everyone's just like, this is terrible for you. This is wrong. It's like, give her fucking some time. Like, this is a big deal. Yeah, I mean, on the other side of that, though, she's also is is a bit of an asshole. Like, she does turn into a bit of a, she's a bit of a knobhead, like. At times, when you know? when well, I want to like, ask when she doesn't she never she stops talking to her friends they never see her anymore she doesn't go she's busy. she doesn't hang out with them anymore and then she misses her boyfriend's birthday because she has to yeah go to a work thing yeah okay there are there are instances of it my basic point, well, I don't think my, they're the, glaring <laughs> they're, the basic point is they're all the devil in Prada everybody in this yeah. movie is a fucking shithead to be honest. And that's the and only that's like, Nate. Okay, we'll get we'll deal with Nate <laughs> later, all right? But they're like they're, nobody. I think that the only way I can look at this movie and think, yeah, sure, there's something I can cling on to, is that this the whole thing is supposed to be just like a takedown of a more specifically the fashion industry, but secondly, like these sort of high powered. CEO like massive company type positions. Yeah, I look at it that and way. And go, had yeah, some, sure, they're all assholes. And yeah, like Miranda had like some shitty things when she wanted to be shitty. Where she was like, "Get me like an early manuscript of mm. um, Harry Potter," like, yeah. and like you know that was obviously a way of saying "fuck you." I'm gonna fire you over this. That was you can't yeah. That was this. definitely. I'm giving you an impossible task that you cannot yeah. complete. And when you don't complete yeah. it, I have a reason to fire you because you won't have done something yeah. I told you to. Kind but of outside thing. that, I think she's just been like. She, first of all, she works for um, you know a company that's very high level. Like she said, like the rest of the fashion world revolves around it. So I, I think outside that, she was probably just fairly normal for what that kind of person would be. Yeah, there's nothing like there. There's a couple of lines in it, like when she she refers to Anne Hathaway's character as the fat smart girl, like early on in the movie yeah. or something. There are that's some very mid two thousands. Yeah, there are little things in it. You're like, okay, that she's not. She's clearly yeah. not a nice person in oh, in business. I, I love, but none of them are. I love it's that one. Except Stanley um, Tucci. 
Yeah, when Anne Hathaway and Emily Blunt were walking up, it says, "Oh my God, you lost so much weight!" It's like, "Oh yeah, because I'm a diet." And like Emily Blunt saying, "Like, you know, I'm I'm rethinking really down." And it's like it's meant to be that Anne Hathaway is like the slightly chubbier girl, whereas Emily Blunt is like the super thin one. But really, you don't get that impression. Mm. At best, they're at the same yeah. weight. <laughs> I I know I did. There is also on the trivia page in imdb one of the things is that apparently during filming Anne hathaway did actually slim down two dress sizes throughout the movie on like on purpose she started right. at the start of the movie she's a size six and by the end of it she's a size four and that was apparently done on purpose i don't but i did mention it like when she was talking um with us oh actually i'm down to a size four and he goes damn nice for you yeah and she actually um, Anne hathaway apparently actually yeah. did it as for the role she also like yeah. volunteered at some fucking art gallery place to like get a feel for the character you know all those stupid things that actors do yeah yeah I don't know man it's just like they're all assholes really at the end of the day aren't they they're like you know no no here's the thing I don't even think they're all assholes I think they're in a high pressured job and they act like people in those jobs that's it there's no one like moustache twirling thing and like the only bad thing we get is that scene where it's that they wanted the Harry Potter thing. And even then, I think that's more pettiness than outright cruelty. That's just her really wanting to have seen her kids. And it was unfair. It wasn't sound, but like, yeah. I mean, yeah, it'd be I'm, different. It was like, oh, I, I made you lose um, your house because you couldn't pay your rent or something like that. There was no like evilness in the movie i think there was just maybe a little bit mm. of shittiness like a lot of it is is told a lot of like miranda Priestley's kind of like oh she's a villain stuff is comes from other people who are it's just that everyone is so afraid of her that like nobody you yeah. do everything exactly as she wants it done like you don't speak to her you yeah. don't talk and she back. expects that to you be fair you don't add, like you don't ask her questions she's she's the boss and if she she tells you to do something you do it yeah that's kind of it yeah, like there's the one scene, and the scene that everybody brings up that people will call the the fucking the big scene in the movie is her big speech, the cerulean speech, yeah, they call it that she gives to Anne Hathaway's character kind of early on in the movie, who remarks that well, those two belts are exactly the same. She's right, they are exactly the same. They're the same fucking belt, yeah. They're the exact same fucking belt. They have a slightly uh, different belt. Yeah, but, yeah. Well, I mean, but, uh, but that's a that's not the point I'm trying to make anyway. Uh, uh, this is the big speech that everybody kind of like comes back to for this movie and it was written at Meryl Streep's request apparently she thought that uh there wasn't enough in the movie of uh of the proof that of this Miranda Priestley being yeah. like this mean kind nice of push. like hor- horrible character but also at the same time there's a reason why she's this person there's a reason why she's in charge kind of thing so she had yeah. the she asked the writer to like put in this speech and it was written yeah. like during filming last minute and I mean, the writer wrote it in a Starbucks across the road. <laughs> and but see, there's a scene that in that scene as well. They said, "Oh, where are the bells?" Says, oh, yeah, I get them. And you can hear Marisol's character called. Oh, why is nobody ready? And the thing is, right? Yeah, like if I was working with her, I'd be pretty fucking pissed off. Like Jesus Christ, we can the fuck that. But she's also these people are highly paid. They're the top of the industry, and this is argue the person who knows more about fashion than anyone else. She has high expectations because the magazine is of high standard and quality and you should be like ready to go. I, I, I do, like I'm I'm very much more of a hey let's chill and relax and we'll get there when we'll get there. But I understand the hunt for, for perfection, especially for someone in that industry. 
mm, yeah, it would it wouldn't suit me. No, it wouldn't. I'd, I'd hate it. I'd have a no. nervous breakdown and probably jump off the new skyscraper. Yeah, well, but I'd I understand be, it. I'd 100% be like, if my boss was that fucking anal about stuff yeah. being done particularly and ha- was that like micromanaging everything, yeah. I'd, I'd just be like, nah. Just yeah, no, I get that. But I'm she just, is I'm not putting up with there for that reason. She got there because she's like that. No, yeah, I know. Yeah, I agree with yeah, what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, I, I think it's yeah. a little, I personally think it's nonsense, but... Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. It's yeah. nonsense as any passion and uh, motivation is. To be fair, like any other motivation is fairly nonsense as well. I think, especially in like non-essential things in life, such as fashion. Yeah, but you didn't listen to her speech, Dan. The I shirt, to her the shirt I actually quite like the speech and actually agree <laughs> with her. In uh, I actually understand that's how design works, but. Yeah, at the same time, if someone said that to me, I'd be like, interesting, but like, still look the same. <laughs> They're still the same belt. Yeah. I mean, she is right, right? So, you know, people always have this big thing that, oh, I hate watching catwalks stuff because no one wears those clothes. Like, yeah, that's not the point. Like, you t- take elements of those and that trickles down into current fashion. That's actually how it works. That's why we have runway shows. It's not like they're expecting you to wear weird later hose with a plastic jacket over it. But elements of that well, will come into the... Well, un- un- unless you're Jared Leto. Well, yeah, Jared Leto, <laughs> like, he, he probably demands more, to be fair. That, uh, I just, I'm, just that meme of him at a... I'm sure you've seen it. It's a picture of Jared Leto. He's at like some high-end fashion like runway yeah. show thing. And there's a guy, a model walks past wearing this like green like button long yeah. jacket thing. And it's just a still of Jared Leto looking at the jacket and his face is just like, oh my God, I love it. And then the, yeah. the image next to it is him wearing the same jacket. Like just but walking you know down what? the street. <laughs> I, I get it though. Because like I like, like you, you know this, like I like wearing very loud clothing when I have the opportunity. Like shirts wise and that kind sure. of stuff, like mm-hmm. you know. So I, I, I understand the expression of like art as much as it's in design, like with my own work, like graphic design. Like there is a language and there's an importance that kind of stuff, uh, which is look outside of necessity. It, like it's obviously within necessity, it's not that needed. But as a cultural thing, yeah, it, it's legitimate. Yeah, no, like I've always thought of th- that kind of high end, like super high, like brand fashion, runway type stuff as art. To be honest, it's yeah. it's an art installation. It's not like I'm looking at a man wearing a half a plastic umbrella wrapped in tinfoil and going, "Yeah, I'll wear that to work the next day." Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's perfect. That's Put stick for, yeah, stick yeah. that in pennies, and I'll buy it. Like that's not what yeah. it is. I'm not supposed to go. Who's going to wear that? Yeah. Like obviously nobody's going to wear it on a day to day basis. Yeah. Some, but elements you know, of it like, will trickle down, and that's true. Mm, in like, two yeah. years' time, there will probably be some sort of plastic jacket in. Pens. Or there'll be an <laughs> umbrella that has like a silver stripe down it, or something like that. You yeah. know, it just bubbled down. Yeah. So I guess what we're saying is, Miranda Priestley was right all along, and the real. Hey, hey the she real, was good at the end. The real, you know, she did say. She oh, she gave her. Di- yeah, yeah, she gave her. She's the biggest disappointment, yeah. and if you don't hire you, it'll be the biggest mistake you'll ever make. I actually kind of like that. I mean, yeah, <laughs> go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's yeah. I don't yeah. know. Anyway, that's about that's about whatever is going on in the movie. I think like we talk about everything really. Talk about the everything movie. but yeah. the movie. But we, you know, we covered a bit of. The look, movie. I mean, look. Here's here's the thing, right? Um, I think we both said this movie wasn't made for us in mind. It's not for our demographic. 
uh, which is, you know, I don't know, geeky old school movies, um, more aimed towards, um, is, is, let's just say it's not made for cishet men, I think. Most, it's not for us in no, mind. We weren't, we were, certainly weren't the target demographic when, when, yeah. they, when the book or the movie was being written. They yeah. didn't think, you know what? Two, that sixteen-year-old lad yeah, in Ger- mm-hmm. Ireland, there, love it. Two, two like early thirties, late twenties Irish fellas gonna fucking love this. Gonna, <laughs> gonna adore this movie. Actually, Meryl Streep said it'll trickle down to them eventually, and that's how uh, and it did. Movies are made. And here we are. Yeah. we're right yeah. here. Look at us. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Let's pick out. Let's do some Jesus moments, shall we? Okay. Now. It's time to address the Nate situation. Okay? Yeah. TV's Aquaman plays Nate, Anne Hathaway's and Andy Sachs character, her boyfriend, who is a chef, um, and clearly and has no drug problems for some reason. <laughs> I said he's a chef, Dan. Okay. Yeah, uh, it, it's, it's cover, not shown any no, I think, drug issues. I think that covers it. Like he's a chef, all right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he's in this movie, okay. And my Jesus moment is uh, that I was cu- quite surprised. I think well, not quite surprised. I wasn't really like shocked or anything. But you know, this was a thing, and I'm I was massively outraged when I went on to look at like reviews and stuff for The Devil Wears Prada, and an awful lot of them. Uh, are were referring to the, the fact or expressing the opinion that Nate yes. is yeah. the villain of the movie. You know, here's the thing. Here's the funny thing. Um, when we were watching it, I I was just checking the cast out quickly, and I just checked what they thought, like Nate, and the Google search came up as Nate, the main villain. And this was like a quarter way into the movie. I went, oh my God, I got to pay attention now, see what happens, like what's going on. I didn't realize this. Yeah. Like there, I don't. I mean, it could I, be sounder at times, but he like, like here's the thing, right? He is initially he's supportive. He's like, cool, yeah. you've got a job, and he's he's only he expresses he expresses some doubt by saying like, well, I thought you want to be a journalist. Like, why are you why are you taking this? You don't even care about fashion. Like, this doesn't you know. And but then she's like, oh, no, I'll do it for a year, and he's like, okay, cool, yeah. Do it, and then, you know, follow your dreams or whatever. He supports her. She supports him. They're in a happy relationship. Then cheese Anne, sandwiches. She, he eats cheese, fancy cheese sandwiches, fan, fancy toasted cheese, yeah. some grilled cheese, whatever the fuck, I don't know. And then, like, you know, the movie progresses, and, and Andy gets more and more involved in her job and starts, like, dressing and getting into fashion and, like, miss, you know, working long, long hours and never sees him anymore and misses his birthday yeah. and stuff. And he, he ex- says... I, you've changed. I don't see you anymore. You're not the person I like. Got involved with. Like I don't recognize you, kind of thing. And they, and then Andy says, "Well, maybe we'll just fucking end it. Then we'll just take a break." And she breaks it off with him. He says, "Okay, cool," and they leave. And at, somewhere along the lines, people decided that and that Nate should have been like just one hundred and fifty percent. Like, yeah, you go, Andy. Go do these things and chase chase this dream that you apparently now have that came out of nowhere and and spend all your time on it and never see me or your friends or anything like it's i get it he he could be he could be more supportive towards the end but he also has a right to be like well i never see you anymore you're like you're my girlfriend and i love you and i haven't seen you in two months and you missed my birthday yeah 
kind of thing. I mean, he is just making a point of what's going on in the relationship. And I mean, you know, if, if it's two grown adults, that's you have to talk about this kind of stuff. Yeah, but that's you know? that's what I mean. He he's expressed how he feels, and then if I don't Andy, think he's necessarily right either. Like it's, but like talk about it. Like this is what that's you the thing. are. <laughs> Andy Andy could just say, "Oh, well, no, actually, I really like this job, and it's I'm learning a lot, and I'm really into it, and quite the yeah. the hours are long, but I want to make it work." And then at that point, if she says that, and then he says, "No, fuck you." I want you to quit this job and stay with me forever. That'd be an issue. Then, yeah. then, okay, there's an issue. Then he's a villain. Yeah, but he. But doesn't. if he went like, but if he goes like, okay, well, if, if that's if that hypothetical thing came and said, if that's the case, I think maybe we should break up because this is not the kind of relation I want. That'd be fine. That's fine Completely too. And adult. But he. <laughs> but she breaks up with him. Yeah. She's the one. She says, "Okay, well, if you," she's yeah. like, "We should take a break then because you can't do whatever." Now she goes back to him in the end, and they like move to Boston or whatever the fuck. I don't know, but like, yeah. well, he moves to Boston. I don't know, whatever. He gets a job in some restaurant in Boston, and she gets a job in some weird little in, in, in a newspaper company that hasn't existed for one hundred and twenty years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> that's gonna be an interesting sequel. There, she works for Ghost newspaper. Yeah, she works with ghosts. That's oh, you thought the devil was bad. Well, wait till you see Revenge of the Ghosts that wear Louis Vuitton. That's what I'm calling the sequel. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. That's kind of my jazz moment. I can I, I, yeah, I'm not with it. I don't think he's a villain. It's, it's back to earlier. I think like, they could spoke more as adults and sorted things out. Communication is key, Dan. Say the both of us who have been very single for a long time listen that's besides the point all right i watch i watch a lot of i watch a lot of love island and they that's they say communication oh i'm sure love island is a great way to learn how romance works <laughs> why else is it on the tv dan it's called love island what else am i supposed to be watching it for oh god <laughs> yeah i don't know there's my there's my there's my two cents on the nate issue sorry devil wears prada fandom <laughs> Oh, you stirred up the fandom. Uh, my one, I suppose. Uh, I think it's more of an Jesus moment with towards myself saying, that's weird that I have that psychology. Um, it's when Miranda goes to Andy saying, hey, um, you're going to Fashion Week instead of Emily. They cancelled Emily um, in Paris. Boom, 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 boom. I did it, Dan. I told you I was going to make the joke, and I did it. Sorry to cut you off. And I, I absolutely yeah. get it. Sorry to cut you uh, off. There's a joke for yeah. any, Emily, any Emily and Paris fans. There you go. Yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah. Um, yeah. So you know, she has to tell like Emily that she can't go. And she's, she's, Egan's like, look, I have to tell you something when you get back to the office. Okay, what's going on? And she's distracted, Emily is, and she crosses the road, and a car hits her. And my instant reaction, oh, thank God, she doesn't have to tell her now because she's dead. That'd be such mm. a relief. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we sh- we we both, sh- we shared this opinion when it happened. We were all yeah. like, oh, well, at least that saves her the hassle now. She doesn't have to have that awkward conversation about it. Yeah. She's dead. I would rather someone die than have an awkward conversation with them. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> now, I will say as well, just to add, to piggyback off that a little bit, the actual her getting hit by a car is quite like, have you ever seen Meet Joe Black? Yeah. You know when you're one, when he gets hit by the car at the start of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so fucking like, 
holy what the hell just yeah. happened it's real person like, should be putting like oh, it's proper like impact like slams into the car yeah. and just like fucking everything goes flying it's not quite on the level of meet Joe black where you can actually see his fucking body flinging through the air and landing on the pavement yeah. and stuff but it's very like what the hell where does that come from <laughs> yeah so, so weird so i think it wasn't so much the movie's fault but more my f- uh, Jesus yeah, moment. maybe we're all uh, bad Jesus. people. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, kind of evil yeah. there. Fair enough. And that's Emily Emily Blunt's character who plays who is playing in this a character called Emily who's quite blunt. <laughs> but Thank she you. has a little heart where she just wants to really do well in this industry. Yeah, yeah, of course she does. Yeah, sure. Apparently, Emily Blunt got this role because um, she auditioned in a car park. There you go. She was auditioning. She had a bunch of callbacks for, wait for it, wait for the movie, the movie she was going to do, she was trying to get into, Aragon. Wow, that's that's yeah. definitely like, mm-hmm. uh, that's like a dragon break from Skyrim where like time went, mm. broke off into a different way yeah. completely there. Yeah, she was trying to play, I'm assuming she was auditioning for the role of Arya in the Elven princess in Aragon. I've seen Aragon a lot. All right, I've read all the books. Don't fucking... You don't even like the movie that much, do you? No, it's just one of those, like, comfort movies for me. I think when I was younger, I just used to stick on Aragon and just be like, yeah, this has got something. I've talked about this before, so let's not do it again. Yeah, Yeah. she was auditioning for that and then she didn't get it and she was, like, in in the car park outside Fox, the studios or something and somebody working on The Devil Wears Prada saw her and was like, hey, would you come do an audition tape for this? And she did her audition tape, like, in the car park wearing, like, Flip hey, flop, like flip you flops. look like a snooty bitch. Mm, Come she on. was wearing like flip flops and a vest or something in her audition tape. And then she flew back to England and they called her after she got home and was like, oh yeah, can you come back and do another audition? Only this time, could you like wear, clo- like, wear clothes and stuff? <laughs> like okay. dress like the character? And she was like, yeah, cool. And this was her first... weird. I also get that she's English. Yeah, this was her Hollywood break. And it says, now I don't believe a word of this. It says on the trivia page that Emily Blunt decided that her character should have an English accent because it made her seem more snooty or whatever. I re- I don't think she decided to give her character an English accent like for any real reason. It was just probably like, yeah, I don't really feel comfortable doing a, like, changing my own accent. I'm just going to speak normally and you guys, I'm going to come up with a reason why. <laughs> okay. Because yeah. she's English. She wasn't up to doing a, a very vague American Benedict Cumberpatch New York accent. Mm, if only she could have kept that opinion on doing other people's accents for other movies, huh? Well, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm referencing Wild Mountain time. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, she did a better accent than him. Which is weird. In places, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it was one or two sentences, but anyway, yeah. Like okay. I said, I think she got the she got the energy right more than he did. That's all I say. Yeah, that's true. Listen to our review of yeah. Wild Mountain. You'll see a link below for our full episode on Wild Mountain Time. There you go, guys. Oh, Wild Mountain Time. I said Irish Time again. Off of fuck. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever it's called. There you go. Those are Jesus moments. Let's 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 give this thing some final thoughts. Let's wrap it up. Yes, Mr. Over now. Yeah, so I mean, we kind of said it really already, didn't we? It's not really for made for us. This movie, no. Like, I think it's fine. I like. I. I want. I don't hate the movie or anything. It's not like I looked at it and went, "This is awful." 
it's it's not a bad movie. Like there's some there's some good bits in it. Meryl Streep is doing her streepy stuff. You know, it's, it's yeah. Like, but we were saying again, like like Meryl Streep is great. Okay, we all know that, right? But this movie doesn't really show much of that. No, I mean there. You know, you there's a lot. Like from reading about it, like Meryl Streep did, she put a, a lot of work into like building the character of Miranda Priestly in terms of like. Re, she really put thought into choosing like her hairstyle and how she talks and the way she moves and all this kind of shit. And the movie apparently only got like completely greenlit once Meryl Streep agreed to do it. Like right. they were, she signed on and they were like, okay, we can make this thing now because Meryl Streep is going to play. And she had to like. I think she was the best one for the role. To be she, fair. Oh yeah, easily. Like she's good in it. It's not she's Meryl Streep. She's good in everything. Yeah. Like she's not she's not going to do it badly or anything. But there's yeah. not a lot for there's no big scene that I don't think for her to work with. That's the only like, one I can think of that she's upset about uh, her yeah, husband. Yeah, and there, that's quite good to be fair because it's quite it's quite subdued acting in that scene. I yeah. think it's quite it's a quiet uh, it's actually, moment. It's actually it's really well done because they also like have almost no makeup on her and she's yeah. like in normal clothes. So she she's just like stripped down in that scene, which is pretty good. Not like literally stripped yeah. down. Yeah, so and there are Pretty some weirder. there's some good things in this movie. You know, like Anne Hathaway is a good actress. Emily Blunt's a good actress. Like Stanley Tucci is a good actor. There's some there's some good stuff. You know, floating Adrian around. Like, Grenier is there. Adrian Grenier is a good act. Mm. Aquaman. He's, he's he's there. You know, he's I'm waiting movie. for Turtle to show up anymore. And hey man, we're going to Florida. Blah. Yeah, that's definitely what happens. Turtle and his like impotent, angry brother just turn up. Yeah. Well, if if my girlfriend's gonna leave me to be a fashionista, I'm gonna become an actor. I think that's, that's... what they do during the, their break. Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he did the whole thing. It was a terrible, terrible thing, and he returns it. Hey, I got a job in Boston. I definitely didn't lose everything in working McDonald's now. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, so I don't know. There's a lot. There's some good things in it. It's really not a bad movie. Honest, honestly, there's, it's not at all. Um, it it is it's just not like there's just not a lot in it for me in terms of like just what it's what it's about like it's there's a lot of like fashion references and stuff like that that just flew over my head I was just like I don't know what the fuck these people are talking about look now to be fair it's a decent hangover you're at your friends lying down yeah it's fine like it's one of those that like I maybe I'm catching flack for saying it but if you're with your girlfriend or your partner or somebody and they say hey let's watch The Devil Wears Prada. Yeah, sure. It's fine. Put it on. Yeah. You don't you have to be. Yeah, you no, don't have to be like, oh, watch this stupid movie. Like it's grand. John Krasinski, Emily yeah. Blunt's husband, claims he has seen it seventy-five times. I mean, he needs help. <laughs> I know. But yeah. you know, <laughs> he really does. He's <laughs> seen it that many times. But yeah, it's not bad. It's fine. Yeah, it's, you know, overall, it's a good movie. Just not really for me or Dan. I think. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, look, I have nothing bad to say about the movie, really. It's a movie. It's nice, middle-of-the-road movie that's enjoyable for most people watching it, unless you have a weird, like, misogynistic ego, where you're like, no, I don't want to watch girl movie. Yeah, 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 I agree with you. Unless you're one of those (laughs) fucking freaks. I can't watch that. It's about women and sex. Oh, no, I watched a girl movie. Now my testicles fell off. What am I ever going to do? But there is that scene we talked about earlier where Meryl Streep smokes a cigar and shoots a bunch of people dressed as a a cowboy. And then she drives into hell. Yeah, so you have that. That's there for you, you weirdo. 
You fucking yeah. toxically. Anyway, yeah, there's the Devil Wears Prada. I'm glad we did it. I'm glad I've watched it now because I've been meaning to for um, quite some time. What are we yeah, doing same. next week? We are doing something that I feel I want to apologize in beforehand because we're watching Oprah's Wrinkle in Time. Um, I'm not. I, I wanted to us to watch a movie that we would most likely absolutely hate um, because we chose we choose movies a lot of times because we like more because of, oh we should watch this but I I feel like we saw that and the aftermath and I'm like that would be interesting to review I um I'm not ready yet to accept your apology uh, no I, I understand I, I might I'm not either I will decide after we've seen a wrinkle in time yeah um I I know for a fact I won't like it. I saw the trailer no. when it came out, and immediately my brain yeah. went, "I hate this. This looks awful." I like looks... the old Drink on Time movies. There were some good ones out I there. I haven't seen those, so I have nothing to base yeah. this on. My only it's opinion, a nice fantasy. The only thing I know about it is that it looks like the Allison, the Tim Burton Allison Wonderland movies, and I hate them. So yeah, and you know the biggest fan of Oprah as well. I don't like Oprah either. So we're in for a fucking yeah. great time, aren't we? Yeah, that's, sure. that's next week, guys. A wrinkle in time, and this week was the Devil Wears Prada. As always, we appreciate your comments and likes and shares and subs and all those groovy things. So keep them coming in. We really please comment really on our social media posts, folks, um, because it helps us algorithm wise as well. Um, yeah. And if you, uh, we have some friends, and it's it's sound for you to like our posts shared onto our own private uh, pages. But if you really want to help us, go to the actual posts and like it there. Yeah, and if you do it, eventually we might stop begging you to do it at the end of every podcast. Yeah, but <laughs> until then, but until if, then. <laughs> if we get 20 likes on a post, we'll stop asking, okay? Yeah. Pull your fucking fingers out of your asses and use them to type and write on our fucking wall or something. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, that's enough of me berating. Love you long time. Bye-bye. Berating our fan base. We'll see you Friday for the news. Asher Lowe.